What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Screen Beans, episode 164. We're your hosts, Jerry Wilson. And Carolyn Chillick. And today will be our review of Men in Black International. Woohoo! So. Starting up. <laughs> what is this, their fourth? This is the fourth one? Yes, this is their fourth. I saw the first one and did not see the second or third. I think I, I saw them all. I mean, they're usually pretty fun. I mean, the first one definitely I feel like is still the best. But, you know, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that in a minute. Yes. Uh, as far as news, um, July 2nd, Young Justice comes back on DC Universe. I guess they're going to have their new episodes every Tuesday starting July 2nd, running through July and August. Cool. I thought the first part of the season that they showed was pretty good. Yeah. And from the little trailer thing with this, it looks like, you know, like the actual like Justice League is really going to be in it. And yeah. So it looks really cool. Um, so I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm, you know, kind of meh on is we have more rumors of villains that will be joining the Batman Movie. I mean, rumors in DC, it's like, how many different times do we hear junk and anyway? Uh, oh, I, I, yeah, I know. Because like Twitter told me today, this this was supposed to be the release date for uh, Justice League 2. Ooh. And some other alternate universe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as the, the rumored villains, we now have uh, Riddler and Firefly joining the... Uh, Penguin and Catwoman. I mean, I mean, how many villains do they you know, need to squeeze into a movie? I'm just taking all this with a grain of salt, and it's like, and it's like, okay, I, this is everything we've already seen. Can't we do something new? If you're gonna do a new Batman movie with a you know new Batman, all this junk, give me, give us something we haven't seen. Yeah, I, I I'm trying not to get too worked up over you know rumors for. Well, and plus, Warner I will believe this movie DC when movies. I see it. I mean, when you begin filming, and I actually have a trailer and yeah. the release date, uh huh, that's yeah. when I start believing it's actually happening. Yeah, I'm right there with you. But uh, yeah, and today Jessica Jones season three, the final season that's on Netflix, is the out final today. Marvel series on Netflix. This is the last one. I'm looking forward to it. And then the uh, episode three of Swamp Thing is out today. So it's, uh, it's going to be a pretty awesome weekend of watching some stuff. I guess so. So but that's it. That's all I got. That's all you got? That's all I got. Well, let's do this. All right. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay, um, Men in Black International. Going into this, my bar was set low. I mean, it's, I, I knew what it was going in. And you know what? It was a fun movie. It was entertaining. It, was, it seemed like a you know, summer kind of movie. I mean, it's definitely just one of those movies that it's like, I'm just, I'm just going in for some laughs, some action, a fun yeah. time. Just I entertain mean, me. Entertain me. And and you had looked up or saw the Rotten Tomatoes score, you know, right before we went to go see it. Which was a huge 28. Yeah. Which, <laughs> going into it, I was like, I mean, 
I'm not expecting the world out of this. Not like it's mm-hmm. going to be the best movie of the summer. I was just going into it because it looked fun. The previews yeah. made it like, this looks like it's got some funny parts. That mm-hmm. little alien guy looks like he's going to be funny. Let's just let's just see some dudes in suits and women in suits <laughs> uh, blow some shit up. Yes. And then that's pretty much what we got. Mm-hmm. I, I, li- I like the story. Um, um, I mean, it, I think it, it was, was pretty fun. predictable. It, it was pretty I predictable. I mean, it was like, okay. I mean, it was kind of like there is like a a book that says funny action partner movie and they grabbed it and they yes. said, okay, let's see, what do we need? We need two partners that hate each other but end up liking each other. Mm-hmm. We need to have a little funny sidekick. Mm-hmm. We need to have um, a guy that the main person hates that mm-hmm. will be kind of like, is he, a, you, you think he's like a red herring bad guy? But then it ends up being that the bad guy was somebody that you trusted the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like a, a mentor yeah. figure. Which I mean, it was like, okay, this is cookie cutter, yes. Going into it, nothing surprises mm-hmm. you. I mean... No, not at all. Because from the, from the beginning of the movie when you saw, because it went back a couple years, and they were on the Eiffel Tower, um, Liam Neeson's character and... Um, Chris Hemsworth, Chris, mm-hmm. they were up on the Eiffel Tower, and the the moment that Chris got kind of, I guess, blown down the elevator shaft, and then got back up there, I'm thinking, okay, this character T, Agent T, high was, T, high T, high T, now as he got promoted, but at the time, you know, just Agent T, I'm thinking, okay, something happened to him, he's going to end up being the bad guy at the end of this Especially movie. Especially when they don't show any part of it. They just yeah. show like some kind of the guns and it was like, that's it. Yeah. And so, you know, that's kind of what ended up happening. And then very similar to Agent M when she was a little girl and she helped that, the little alien, cute little alien creature. I'm like, okay, this cute little alien creature is going to come back around at the end of this movie and help her out since she helped him out now. Right, especially since he says something to her. Yeah, yeah. So, and and that all came back around. That alien ended up growing into being like a bodyguard of sorts for some weapons dealer. And, you know, since she remembered what he told her way back when, she he was like, oh, okay, I, I kind of, I you know, I, I owe you. Mm-hmm. You know, so he helped them out of a jam then. So it was all, it was all very predictable, mm-hmm. but it was still a, a fun and entertaining movie. Yeah, I mean, you have to go into this movie knowing what it is. Yeah. It's just fun. Is it worth the price to pay at, a, you know, a theater? Uh, I mean, we'll find out in our grades, <laughs> I guess, what we think about that. But yeah. it's definitely, I mean, you know, you're going I guess, in there just, just to depends. have fun. And you know that little the little alien sidekick guy is definitely the best part of the movie. I feel like. I mean, he's got all the good one-liners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His character it's kind of like cute in a little creepy. I mean, it's like he's kind of funny, <laughs> yeah. and I mean that's what he's made. I mean that's mm-hmm. what he was made for was just kind of like this little sidekick kind of dude. Mm-hmm. And um, you know they kind of throw back you know a couple times to the original Men in Black. There's kind of like the paintings on the wall mm-hmm. of the big things, and you see. Um, Will Smith's and uh, Tommy Lee Jones' character fighting that roach thing, and yeah. like from the first one, and then they showed the picture of 
Chris Hemsworth and uh, Liam Neeson's character fighting the Hive, you know, mm-hmm. as that was like the big thing that happened. And it was like about three, they said, I think it was three years ago yeah. that that happened. So um, they never really explained like Chris Hemsworth, like his character, like, you know, they'd say, you know, like he's like this kind of funny, thinks he's funny, got like laid back, but it's kind of, they always talk about how he wasn't the same as he used to be. Yeah, and I don't know. And, and I, they never really explain why. Yeah, I mean, like, they don't, what was they, the change? I mean, the Hive, I mean, they kind of make it sound like it was when they fought the, after they fought the Hive, he kind of, but I don't know if it's because his brain, you find out that he was neuralized. Mm-hmm. Like, is that what affected him? Like, being neuralized kind yeah. of did something to him? Well, because they, they did have those those little aliens from, you know, the, the first run of this whole series as they were walking out of one of the trains saying, hey, if you, you use it too much, it'll you know do something to your brain. I mean, I don't know if that has any connection to, you know, yeah, age or not, but... Yeah, but it kind of like seems like they never really, besides kind of finding out that he was neuralized when they fought the Hive, mm-hmm. that they didn't really win and that, you know, because he just, you know, when she kind of asked him, well, how did you actually do it? He never could. He's like, it's just with yeah, wits he, and the whatever that gun was called. Yeah, and that was his answer. And, and she kept asking him over and over again. And eventually he caught on and it kind of hit him. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm guessing that would have been it. And it's kind of like, okay, but that doesn't really explain everything that kind of. Yeah, because that one alien, it you know, grabs his arm and can just kind of sense kind of. You if know, he can if, trust if, him, if or he not. can trust him or not, and he was just like, "You've changed." Yeah. And so it's like, why and how? Yeah. Like when was it? So they're saying that I'm. I'm guessing that they're, you're, they're the people, you know, the screenwriters and stuff are hoping that just from him getting neuralized from that battle is what has caused him to just mm-hmm. shift his whole way of thinking, yeah. how he's an agent and all this stuff, and it's like. Now that he knows that he was neuralized, he's back to being okay. Like he's and maybe by the end of the film, because now he's he's he got he got what he said promoted and demoted all in yeah <laughs> in one little phrase probationary proba- yeah yeah probationary whatever it was head of high H yeah of high H um, which was a funny line, but it's like okay, so now is he. Is he kind of back? Because now, you know, Agent C kind of, you know, is in his corner now, which during this whole thing, you know, they kind of were going. Yeah, and I think it it was because, you know, High T, Liam Neeson's character, kept on, um, you know, maybe he was doing some other stuff. Like maybe he did something Mm -hmm. else to H or something, but, um, you know, he was always kind of defending him and kind of using him as kind of a way to kind of hide his own mole-ishness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if C was thinking, you know, seeing this stuff with high T and then kind of putting it all on H and then finding mm-hmm. out that it was Liam Neeson's character the whole time. Now he's like, okay, well, let me give H a break because it really wasn't him. I mean, that's... Because yeah. it was kind of like he kind of just turned around like... Like like that, like the whole movie, they're kind of going head to head and da da da, da and you know taking over from each other and you know mm-hmm. yeah. And then at the end, they're like, "Well, Agent C's backed you." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Now he's like, "Hey, guy, 
we're best buds. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just kind of like they've kind of left it a little bit, oh, okay, I'll just let it slide. Which, with yeah. this movie, it's like, okay, I'll just let it slide. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's like, eh, okay. You guys are going to let it slide. I'll let it slide. If you guys make another one of these and you, you bring it up then, okay, fine. But I'm pretty sure it just seems more like one of those things that's just like, we'll just let it slide. Yeah. We did another one of these. We won't even touch on that. We're just going to continue to move forward. Right. But I did like how Agent M, how she became an agent. And at first trying to show us how she was trying to get into the Men in Black. Right. As she's, you know, going through all the... Because she just knew that there was this... Because, you know, she remembered them. She just saw them in their suits. They deal with this stuff. Mm-hmm. And and that's all really she knew. She didn't know what they went with. And so she's just kind of going mm-hmm. to the FBI. The CIA. CIA. And she's like, I want to be in this special department. You know, this special checkbox. Uh-huh. And like, well, you didn't check anything. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I made my own checkbox. And I, it's it's in there. Yeah, it's, you know, for that... That special division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so then she finally kind of finds out about them and then kind of mm-hmm. finds where they're located and s- tries to sneak in. But So, yeah, I mean, she was all ready. So, and it was just cool how she, you know, did all that and uh-huh. tracked them down. And they're like, okay, well, you know, we'll give you a shot. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, you're after the truth, then, you know. Head right. to London kind of thing. That's where it all got started with her. So, but yeah, I, I liked it. I mean, I really hope that it does well enough for them to make another one because I, I'd go and. I mean, it's definitely. And watch it again. I mean, I, mean I, don't, I don't see it doing as well as like the first one, but it's kind of like, you know, sometimes movies, you know, when you first saw it, I mean, you had Will Smith and Timely Jones mm-hmm. and, you know, something different. Now it's just kind of like, you know, how how can you make it different without just feeling like mm-hmm. it's a rehash or yeah. trying to find that same magic? It's kind of like it's a hard yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a hard thing hard to do egg to crack. But I think for them to reintroduce this, you know, the the MIB International and the way that they did it, you know, what? I thought I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought it was a good way for them to you know get Change back it up yeah and... get back get back in into this. Mm-hmm. So so I was pleased. Yeah. I mean, it was, I was like, it's like, you know, movies like this, it's kind of reminds me a lot, like, um, I can't, I'm trying to, it's like, when a movie is okay, it's like, there's not a lot to talk about, because it's not like there's these awesome scenes that you want to just kind of, mm-hmm. like, with Endgame, you're just, like, going off on all of these things about it, because mm-hmm. it was just, eh, it was just, eh, I mean, really, that's, yeah. it had some fun scenes that, like I said, that little Pawnee mm-hmm. little guy, you know, his little character, the way he was introduced and the way that he kind of like <laughs> pledged his loyalty to uh, Molly or Agent M. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now he's kind of like her little sidekick and they have it set up to where in the next one he's going to be with Agent H and kind of help trying to watch his back for him. And Yeah. But just I did. Kind of like I, I, his I little interaction with all three of them because mm-hmm. you could tell he kind of hated, you know, love, hate. Agent H and, you know, kind yeah. of his little quips and mm-hmm. little punches and kind of stuff like that. I mean, he had some good little one-liners. And the and the actor that plays him has a, a really great kind of, like, dry wit to him, too. <laughs> so he kind of matches <laughs> that little guy. So, I mean, to me, he was my favorite character in the movie. I mean, mm-hmm. Chris Hensworth and, uh, and um, what's her name? Tessa Thompson mm-hmm. is the woman. 
you know, both of them. So the, you got the Thor gang back together, yeah. and which I, mean, I, I like those two together. Yeah, they have a good chemistry, mm-hmm. and I can see how they might have worked on Thor, and then say, "Hey, let's do this together," or you know, who mm-hmm. knows when they're making these movies if it's at this because you know they make these movies, and when they come out, isn't based on you know, yeah, who knows when they mm-hmm. if they did Thor, and they're like, "Hey, I, maybe you know, I like somebody with you and at Universal, whatever saw that." them on on the Thor Ragnarok and it's like, you know what? They have good chemistry. You know, yeah, maybe those those are the two that we need kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't surprise me if that's, you know, yeah. how it all you know, came to be or whatever. Who, who knows how that stuff works, but, you know, they do have a good chemistry and then Liam Neeson, I mean, you know, he's always plays a good... <laughs> I mean, he plays... If he's not playing the, the dad good guy, mm-hmm. you know, saving somebody, he's playing a mole. He's yeah. playing a bad guy in disguise. Mm-hmm. That's what he. That's he's got he's, special skills. Yeah, and it's moles. <laughs> <laughs> but because um, I was thinking, because you know the reason I say that is not too long ago I rewatched Batman Begins, and he's, mm-hmm. you know, the good guy or the bad guy in disguise. He's Raj Al Ghul yeah. hiding behind, you know, mm-hmm. smoke and mirrors and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, I like the arms dealer, you know, and then she has an extra arm. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of funny. But it's like a lot of a lot of this stuff is like it wasn't really um, surprising because you saw a lot of it in the trailers. Because I think I remember her being in the trailer. Like, yeah. You didn't th- know who like she was, a, a but you saw clip. that she had yeah. a, another arm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and then like a lot of the one liners that uh, little Pawnee says was in the movie. And then there but were a couple that were a little were bit different. There were some other ones that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he definitely had some more, but it's kind of like, it goes back to my thing about saying that they put way too much in trailers. Some, I feel like mm-hmm. trailers, come on, you're putting all the good stuff in trailers. Either do it kind of how, you know, Marvel's doing it, where you see stuff in the trailer and it's kind of like leading, it's, it's you know, like fake. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like just to like lead you off of the what it's really about. Yeah. But like, you know, Marvel, I mean, uh, Warner Brothers, a lot of times they're putting everything in. I feel like I've seen the entire movie, like, you know, leave some stuff out of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, don't put all of the funny lines in the trailer. You know, put a couple in or even put a couple that maybe... Because I did notice that when he goes, you know, we're the men in black, I, the woman in black, mm-hmm. the yeah. women. And the men and women in black. And little Pawnee said, you know, in the trailer, he said, nicely done. Mm-hmm. And then this one, he goes, he said something else. He's like, saved it or something like that. You know, something yeah. a little bit different. Okay. But I don't know. I feel like, and then watching, I mean, this is me going on a tangent, but like. I, I know. I'm just letting it go. Watching the movie, like <laughs> how many trailers did we see before this movie? And how many of these... I mean, I know. We've seen a lot of movies this summer. You know, I feel like, you know, lately. I mean, it was... That's what we know, do. Po- you know, Dark <laughs> Phoenix and Godzilla and, you know, this movie. It's like boom, 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 boom. I mean, like that Hobbs and Shaw trailer. I mean, how many times do I need to see this trailer? I mean, I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't mind maybe adding this to the list. And now I'm like going like, oh, God, come on. I... I I feel like I'm just, I'm, I don't even need to see the movie. I've seen everything that happens. And I'm like, come on. I'm just, something I mean, new. Yeah. With something that movie, new. it does. It feels like you have seen the main parts of the movie. 
and now you go see the movie, and it's just going to be the fillers that get you to the main parts that are in the in the trailer. Yeah, and it's like, why, why even waste like, my time with the, this? The trailer for that movie looks like it, it's like the Cliff Notes. Right. This is what it is. Like we could do a we can do a podcast on the movie just based on seeing the trailer. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, but it's kind of like you know, just see so many of the stuff, the some of those movies. It's like I'm just I so bet you tired. That, I wonder if that movie's gonna make big bucks. It's like it's got you the rock it in it, and it's gonna I mean, it's Fast, the, and the Fast and Furious stuff. It's and kind of like Transformers. It'll make if, like a hundred million make dollars. A lot of money here. I mean, eight hundred million dollars. I mean, the only reason I would want to see it is because like the three main characters in there, it's is you know the Rock, Jason Statham. And Idris Elba, I mean, mm. you can't really go wrong watching it, you know, even with earplugs <laughs> in. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I just feel like if you're going to play the trailer this much and this in front of this many movies, switch it up or do something. Like, don't make them so long. And it's like, I feel like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't like know. Like a two just, and a half minute trailer is too long. Yeah. I feel it's like, too long. Yeah. Everything's already, I mean, I've already seen everything. So, I don't know, that's me on a tangent with trailers. And when you see a movie and it's like, I've already, you know, there's nothing, nothing good. In, I mean, it's like, I felt like I've already seen it. And like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, there's this one line I didn't hear, but okay. Yeah. Let's use like, give, give me like a, a teaser trailer. Like those, those are perfect. Because even, you know, I we saw, they played a Spider-Man trailer and now it's like there's some stuff that I, I didn't know because I wasn't really trying mm-hmm. to watch trailers. And it's like, oh, okay. So now I know pretty much the gist of the whole yeah. movie. And, and I wish that they wouldn't have done that trailer either. It's like I don't, I don't understand why they felt like they needed to put that stuff in the Spider-Man trailer to get people to go see it. It's like the, tra- the trailer that was right before that was great. Yeah. And it did enough. It's like I would have loved to have been surprised in the movie with that whole, you know, and I guess we ran our spoiler warning, the whole multiverse thing. Yeah. Well, it's like, a, oh, that's something that, I mean, you kind of heard about, but you didn't know really what they're going to be doing. But it's like, okay, oh, okay, I get it now. It's like, okay. I think the people And then who, they had all this, it's kind of like they saved this one for after Endgame, and they're like, okay, we need to make sure that we put some Endgame Easter eggs in this trailer so they know that this is part of, you know. I'm like, I already knew that. I didn't need to hear the, you know, Iron Man had died. I didn't, I mean, going through, you know, Peter Parker having to deal with these mm-hmm. issues and stuff. Let me just save it for when I watch the movie. Yeah, just give, just give me a... a a badass fun trailer yeah. that doesn't explain what the movie is going to be about. Right. I, I, that's what I feel like. It's like trailers are just, you know, you're putting way too much in them and then it's like it ruins the movie. And it's like even me trying not to watch, you know, I'm not go looking for these trailers, but when you see movies, <laughs> you're trapped. Yeah. yeah, you can't do anything. You can't not watch it. You know, you can try to get there late. <laughs> but I mean, then you're having to find your stuff in the dark, and then you know people already got all of their legs up in the. Yeah. the I guess I just like to go to a movie and be somewhat surprised, or there's something in there that it's like, oh, okay, awesome, this yeah. was great, and I think that that whole thing could have been one of those moments. Not to say that there won't be any moment in the Spider-Man movie, but I mean, yeah, who but knows? you know the gist, yeah. 
Anyway, back to this is tangent off. This is like both podcasts this week are like nothing about the movie. Well, yeah, it's like because this movie was what it was, and like Dark Phoenix earlier this week, it was an end of Fox's dumpster fires of X Men movies. Right. So it's like I didn't, you know, didn't have much to say then, and I kind of summed up. The way I mean, I like this one, this unless movie. you go scene by scene, it's like okay, I don't need to do that. I kind of thought yeah. that the beard, little beard monster, reminded me a lot of those other little guys, you know, like those mm-hmm. little creepy things. But you saw that in the trailer. You didn't see the extent of what this was, but I think I remember mm-hmm. seeing the beard thing because they and the motorcycle. They showed all of that in the trailer. Yeah. But uh, you know, when they were drinking the water, I thought it was weird. That that guy was like, don't forget your water. Yeah. Why the fuck are you caring about this? And then it's like, oh, okay, he put his little beard dude. Because I was wondering, where's his beard? Where's his beard on? Mm-hmm. And uh, then you find out it's been in the. He was in the water, and it was like, yeah. You found out they were drinking <laughs> from when he was stashed in there. Beard water. Yeah. Mm. And yep. uh, but you know that little creature. I mean, he was funny, but it's kind of like, I'm that guy. His chin. It's like, did you? He has like no, no chin. Yeah, he has no chin. <laughs> no chin. Mm-hmm. This went from mouth to neck. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, are you ready? Yeah, let's do some grades. Okay. Uh, I guess since it's my podcast, I'll go first. Uh, grade. I'm going to give it a C. I, I was entertained. It's a you know it's a you know. It felt like a summer movie. Did I need to see it in the theaters? No. But if you know, if you have kids and you want to take them to a summer movie, and because it's what you do during I mean, the summer, it's PG the kids 13. are thirteen. I don't know if there's any. Well, no, but I think that I think. I mean, I think that, it's more that, for that, like that, the action. But that, that age group, you know, 11, 12, 13, yeah. 14, they would probably enjoy this. Yeah. Movie. It's, it's like right up their alley, and the whole Liam Neeson bad guy thing. They might not be, you know, up to speed on, oh, it was him. Mm-hmm. You know, it might blow their minds kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, I'll give it a C. I would have had no problem if, you know, if I'd, to just rent it or whatever. Like, oh, you know what, yeah, let's go ahead and just rent this, give this thing a shot. And I would have been like, yeah, it was it was perfectly fine. Yeah. So. I agree. I mean, I'm giving it a C as well because it was, like you said, it was eh. Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't need to pay. I'm going back to what I said before. Now let's talk about it. I don't feel like you need to see it in the theater, definitely. It's a, I no. mean, if you're looking for something just to do, it's definitely a dollar theater or even like a matinee. Yeah, if you want to kill a couple hours or whatever and be, you know, an entertained. Air yeah. I mean, it's fun. I mean, it's good. I mean, it's not like you're going to leave this movie and be mad or, you know, like, oh man, that sucked. Like we felt with some of these other movies. Well, at least oh, I yeah. felt with a few of these movies. But, um, <laughs> or like, what a waste of time this was. I mean, it's it's just what it, it is, what it is, and I feel like that's kind of what it feels like. People making this movie kind of felt like it. it's not like they're putting in their, you know, grade A acting skills. They're just kind of telephoning it in, and you know, it's like okay, let's it's just just do this. I, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I really want to do Thor, or you know, this is I really want to make this movie, but they're gonna be like, well, we're. We'll let you do this movie if you do this. <laughs> okay. I, I can do sure. that. Give me a gun. Ha, ha, ha. One liner this. One liner that. Hey, I'm cool. Uh, you know, I'm good looking. Da, 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 da. 
and movie. <laughs> so um, I'm giving it a C. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Long story short. Long story da, 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 short. Da, 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 and it's a C. Um, all right. Now, the ranks. So that means that at number 11 will be Hellboy for me. Number 10 is The Lego Movie 2. Nine is Dark Phoenix. It did not hang on to number eight very long. Uh, eight is Alita Battle Angel. Seven is Glass. Six is Pokemon. And five is Men in Black. Oh, you're putting this above Pokemon, huh? I am, because I, I, I did, you know, the, the which one would I rather. And you know what? I would sooner I would sooner watch Men in Black than watch Pokemon. Okay. It's just me. And then Godzilla's coming in strong at four. <laughs> Still hanging on top five, huh? Uh, yes. Uh, Shazam is three. Captain Marvel is two. And number one is Endgame. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> uh, on my list, number 11 is coming in Hellboy. Number 10, Godzilla. Number nine, Alita. Number eight, Lego Movie 2. Seven, Glass. Six, Dark Phoenix. Five, Men in Black International. Four, Pokemon. Three, Shazam. Two, Marvel. Number one, Endgame. Because I, you know, I feel like the story for Pokemon is a lot more interesting. And I feel like there was more in that movie that kind of surprised me. A little bit, but um, I think I would rather just see that one, just because it's something different. Okay. So there you go. That's yeah. why it's ab above Men in Black International. Okay. Hey, it's your two cents. Uh, yet it's, it is. <laughs> so anyway, folks, I think that's short and sweet. Yep. So the next, next movie is Spider-Man, Far From Home. Which, oh, I cannot wait for that. The next podcast, I believe, will be Swamp Thing. Well, yeah, because next, we have we're gonna have next a, week we're going to have a week off. So we're giving you this one a little bit early. This uh, giving you two this week to kind of hold you tight until we're back. And it'll probably be probably the beginning of the next week. I think we could do a Swamp Thing ep mm -hmm. uh, episode of the first four episodes of Swamp mm -hmm. Thing. And uh, kind of do that early in the week, and yeah, and then next one after it will probably be. I mean, Spider Man. I, I need to see the calendar. Yeah. But yeah, I think that. Yeah, because that's next week's the off. Next movie, the following week will be. It Swamp depends thing. on how much, uh, how fast we watch this Jessica Jones, because that'll be squeezed in there sometime this summer. Yeah, I know. Well, and I'm still waiting for you to finish Punisher Ugh. season season two. Hold your breath, please. <laughs> I'm going to hold Jessica Jones hostage until you finish Punisher. Um, and when you say finish Punisher, you mean a start and finish Punisher. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to clockwork orange me on that, that, pod, on that show. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. All right. I watched Godzilla. I don't know if I can do Punisher in the same well, summer. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, if you were to watch Punisher when you know it, it came out, you would have been fine. That was like what last year? I don't remember. Last it wasn't fall. Last, last fall. Was it last fall? Last fall, winter. 
I, I don't know. I can't remember. I, 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 I blocked it out of my mem- memory like it even happened. Obviously. <laughs> you still need to watch Stranger Things Season 2. Yeah, I know. So I can watch Stranger Things Season 3 whenever that comes out. Godzilla's <laughs> affecting me on that show, too. <laughs> Shit. Whatever. Okay. Well, I think that's going to wrap <laughs> it up for us this week. Well, uh, you can always find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook, friend us, like us, share us, you know, whatever makes you happy. You can also find all of our podcasts on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud. You know, wherever on the dark web you can find us. And speaking of iTunes, if anyone is still listening, that means you must like our podcast. So why don't you rank us or even write a little review in iTunes and, and let us know how you feel. You know, we're always looking for some feedback. Mm-hmm. And and this has been, what, three years we've been doing this? and Approaching three years. Approaching three years. Three years. And we're, we're just wanting to know what you think. Anything. Good, bad, sideways, you know, thumbs up, <laughs> thumbs down, sideways, thumb, you know, whatever. Just, just, let, just knowing someone's out there listening. So, anyway, back to the usual. <laughs> where I don't even remember where I yeah, left off. Got off the trail and now you can't find the trail. No. Uh... You probably said enough. Okay, well, let's just end it. <laughs> All right, talk to you guys later.